guys, welcome to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast with your hosts, Kelsey and Brian. This is the podcast where we ask you to take a seat, but not a side. Unless it's mine. No, mine. Welcome back to another episode of Take a Seat, Not a Side. We are finally going to do our battle beers. We have been talking about this together. I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast before last week, but we've been talking about this together for about a month now. We just have not wanted to drink on the podcast for a while. And now's the day. Battle beers slash seltzer showdown. So Brian's doing the beers, I'm doing the seltzers. Now, the concept of this is that I know that my favorite beer is Sam Adams Boston Lager. So I'm going to try between now and we're going to do eight weeks of this. Between now and then, I'm going to try a handful of different beers, some that I've had before and know that I really like, and probably throw in a couple that I've never had and think I might like. And... It's going to be like a uh, a survival challenge where today I have um, two beers and the winner of this week will go on to next week and face another beer. And after seven weeks, we'll have a winner and we will compare that to our favorite beer or in Kelsey's case, her favorite seltzer. So we're saving... I mean, he already made it pretty clear, but we're saving our what we know is our favorite, what we think is our favorite. In this moment, for the last week, so we're being as fair as possible. Um, we are gonna do that at the end of this episode, though, because in true Kelsey and Brian fashion, the beers and seltzers are not cold yet, and you have to give them the best chance. Because if we try a somewhat cold beer now. Like, it's not going to taste as good, obviously. You know what I mean? I'm just watching Kira eat out of her Kong. Um, If you watched our live, we did mention that we are looking at getting Kira a sibling. We have since decided to wait until Kira's at least one. We want to give her, you know, the chance to um, grow up as a puppy, develop her own habits before um, bringing another dog in the house. We have no doubts that she's going to be a fantastic puppy sibling one day, but we will wait on that. Um, you know, we just need the stars to align and for it to be perfect as well. So, But we will adopt. I noticed, so I have some friends that live in the South, and they said that you can rescue dogs down there for, for pretty cheap, like $50 to rescue a dog. And they wondered why it was so expensive to rescue a dog up here. And the whole reason that rescues are like $400 up here is that they all come from the South because the South has like a really bad overbreeding problem. So, I mean, those dogs have to get up here somehow out of the kill shelters and it just costs money. You know, a dog might be $50 down there, but to transport it from Texas to Wisconsin, like Kira did, you know, you got to pay for the bus. You got to pay for the gas. You got to pay for the bus driver. You got to pay for her to uh, eat in the shelter. Like all of this, like the money 
isn't going to make these shelters or rescue places rich. It's going to help the next dog get back up here. So, um, yeah, it might be expensive, but at the end of the day, we consider it more of like a donation. And it's cheaper than getting them from a breeder. And like you said, your money is going towards the opportunity for more dogs to be saved from these kill shelters. I don't mean to be preachy, but like rescue animals, like rescuing and shelters, like it's just something we're really passionate about. So if you have the opportunity and you're looking to get a dog, please give a rescue dog a chance. They really deserve it. Kira's perfect. I'm sorry. She has her puppy habits. But overall, this sweet dog that was born in a backyard somewhere, like an empty lot, and rescued, like, she is perfect for us. And Kylie was perfect for us, too. And they're both rescues that just deserved a chance. So, Well, in Kylie's situation, we got her when she was at least two. So she already had some, um, we think, abuse or, you know, bad habits ingrained into her from her life before us. But, like, in Kira's case, like, there's so many places now that offer um, rescue puppies. Like, as young as 8 weeks old, 8, 12, 16, whatever you're looking for, like, there are rescue puppies out there. So, you can, you can socialize them the way you want them to. And on the other side of things, because my older brother and his wife and family just rescued a dog that's three, when you get an adult dog, it doesn't necessarily mean that just because they're an adult dog from a shelter that they don't have the ability to warm up to people really quickly or the ability to get along with other dogs really well like they have a three-year-old dog and they wanted an older dog because it was potty trained it's housebroken and the dog is doing fantastic so you just have to give dogs a chance they're animals they can be trained you know what I mean so we are now going to step off of our soapbox (laughs) onto some lightheartedness are you ready to play our week's game yes I'm ready so the game we're playing today is a game that comes up sometimes at Trivia Night. Uh, at Trivia Night, we get four events, and we have to order them in the order they happened. Example, one I think back that we actually got, and it jumped us from third place to first place, and we ended up taking first for the... might have been our first win at Trivia Night. Mm-hmm. It was which order did these rappers uh, die? And they listed Tupac, Biggie, Nipsey Hussle, and... Jam Master J. So we knew that Nipsey Hussle just died recently. So we put that one last. We knew that Tupac died before Biggie because that's the whole controversy about it. And then we just guessed that Jam Master J was somewhere in between. We ended up getting it right. And and most teams got it wrong because it's not easy. Like even if you think you know one or two to get them in order can get hard. So the way we are doing it is with three events, because we don't have a whole trivia team to figure these out. So I'm going to give Kelsey three events. She has to order them in the order they happened. And if she gets all three right, she's going to get the point. So we're going to do three events per round, and we're doing five rounds. I do want Kelsey to go first, because she's not going to like the twist I put on mine. So should I go through all five of my rounds and then you go? I think so. Okay, that's fine. You have a sinister look on your face. I don't like that. 
All righty. Put on your thinking cap, sir. By the way, I'm naming this game Timeline. So that way when I bring it up later, everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> First round for Brian. The iPhone was released in the U.S. The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. U.S. release date. And One Tree Hill premiered on the WB. <laughs> we are doing what happened first to what happened last. So I know that One Tree Hill was... These are all like right next to each other. Mine are... <laughs> I feel like mine are going to be just as hard for you, but they are not this close. These are all early 2000s. Well, you better get used to that pattern. I feel like... I know the second Lord of the Rings came out when I was about 16. So I'm going to say the first Lord of the Rings came out about 2004 or 5. These are probably all 2004 or 5. One Tree Hill aired first, followed by The Fellowship of the Ring, followed by The iPhone. You were very close, but you had, you needed to flip One Tree Hill and The Lord of the Rings. So the order is, The Lord of the Rings was December 20th, 2001. One Tree Hill was September 23rd, 2003, and the iPhone was released on June 29th, 2007. You know what? No, we are not going through all your questions first because I'm not going to feel like the idiot. I'm giving you my number one round. Fine. We'll go back and forth. You're going to see. Those were all within, what, six years? I have three different centuries in mine. I shouldn't give you that hint, but. I don't know if it'll help you or not. Don't mind me. I'm just noting that you got that one wrong. So for my questions, with it being Memorial Day, I figured I would put a little military spin on this. So this is going to be like a little history lesson for everyone. All right. Number one. America declares their independence from Great Britain. Martha Corey becomes the last woman hung in the Salem Witch Trials. And consider one of the most recognizable piano songs of all time, Beethoven composes for Elise. Hmm. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> we are waiting in the wings for you. Is the year in there somewhere? If I keep singing. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, what was the last one? The year Beethoven composed for Elise. I'm going to go with Salem Witch Trials happened first. I'm not even going to look at Brian because he's going to make a face no matter what I say. 
Um, Independence, and then Beethoven. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah, baby. These are all in different centuries. Can you give me... Just just for funsies, can you give me what you think the years are for these? I'm singing Alexander Hamilton in my, so- in my head again. I think 1778. Is that independence? That's not bad. 1776. Okay. Do you know what day it was on? No, but there's like a... Oh, 4th of July. 4th of July. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone's probably screaming when I first said... No, or whatever I said. They were like, come on, Kelsey. Fireworks. So then the Salem Witch Trials were uh, in the 1600s. The last hanging was September 22nd of 1692. And Beethoven composed that song on April 27th, 1820. You know the song. It's... Yeah, I know what it is. See, and a lot of people are going to get hung up because... It's obviously Salem, Massachusetts, but just because it was Massachusetts doesn't mean it wasn't still under Great Britain. Right, Great Britain? I gave you events 50 years apart from each other. This is BS. (laughs) Okay, I gave you, like, current pop culture events. Like, come on. All right, number two, go. John Madden football was released. That's the first Madden. Super Mario Brothers was released. Oh, my God. And New Kids on the Block released their debut studio album in the U.S. So these are all early 90s. I think the first Madden. Oh, man. Actually, Madden might go to. No, it's early 90s. There wasn't a Madden for regular Nintendo, I don't believe, but there was Mario Brothers. So Mario Brothers is going to be, f- be before Madden. I just have to figure out where New Kids on the Block fall in. I don't, do I even know a song by them? Sing me a song. I don't know a song either, but they're popular in a certain decade. I'm trying to think of that LFO song and see if they... Is it LFO? New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. Er, er. Tell us what year that summer is in. Copyright music. (laughs) I'm going to say... Man, I have no idea when the New Kids on the Block were famous. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC came out in the 90s. I'm going to assume that New Kids on the Block were already famous before then. But how much before then? Oh, my God, this is hard. New Kids on the Block, just to help you out, was like the same area of time as like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch or whatever. In fact, they were in it, weren't they? Mark Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block, was he not? Okay, I'm going to go New Kids on the Block, Mario Brothers, Madden. Uh, You're wrong. Super Mario Brothers, New Kids on the Block, Madden. So what were the years? What year was New Kids on the Block? 
I just have to find out real quick. I'm going to guess Madden was 93 and Mario Brothers was 88. Donnie Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block, not Mark Wahlberg. My bad. So, Super Mario Brothers was released on September 13th, 1985. You're going to be so mad at me. New Kids on the Block was April 1st, 1986. And John Madden Football was 1988, June 1st, 1988. Six months apart, was that? Oh, my God. You were the one giggling to yourself, she's never going to get mine. And then you get mad when mine are hard. I gave you three different centuries. All right, number two. Woodrow Wilson declares war on Germany in World War I. Are you kidding me, Brian? Betty White is born. And Amelia Earhart flies solo across the Pacific Ocean. Hmm. Woodrow Wilson. Amelia. Betty White. And what's your reasoning behind this? Well, Betty White is like 90-something years old. And we're in 2021. I feel like Amelia Air, Air, Earhart. Amelia Earhart is. That, am I saying that right? Um, I feel like she flew either in World War One or World War Two. Therefore, if he's declaring war for World War One, that would happen first. So that's my reasoning. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Oh, don't get all happy. You're wrong two rounds in a row. So first was World War One, which you should know was what year? Uh, 1916? Good guess. Remember the movie 1917? World War I? Well, they were already fighting. Could have started in 1916. I mean, these other ones are at least... Five years apart, which is Betty White being born in 1922. She's 99 years old. Still kicking. And then last was Amelia Earhart flew across the Pacific Ocean in 1935. Ugh. She's late to the party. I think if you would have stopped and did the math, you would have got Betty White in between those two, but it's okay. I know she was 99. I watch the Golden Girls every morning at work. All right, round three for Brian. The first episode of The Simpsons aired. Tombstone was released by Hollywood Pictures in the U.S. Where three, Chipotle Mexican Grill was founded. Again, uh, the first two I, I got, Chipotle Mexican Grill, I have no idea. Simpsons was in the 80s, and Tombstone was early 90s. Chipotle could be frickin' three years ago or 30 years ago. I'm going to go with that order. I'm going to say Chipotle just happened to be released after Tombstone, so I'm going to go with The Simpsons was first, Tombstone was second, and Chipotle was most recent. Not even close. You're looking at me like I'm not even close. <laughs> I mean, you were close. I'm starting to feel bad. I'm starting to feel like mine were too hard. 
The Simpsons was first, so you're right, December 17th, 1989. But Chipotle, July 13th, 1993. Tombstone, December 25th, 1993. Yeah, I knew Simpsons was late 80s. I knew Tombstone was early 90s. Where the heck Chipotle falls in there, (laughs) I have no idea. I figured that would be tricky because obviously Chipotle, like I thought Chipotle was newer than like the 90s. Like I thought it was easily a 2000s kind of thing, but I was actually going to do a whole round on fast food restaurants, but there's so much debate online about when fast food restaurants were actually founded because like McDonald's, for example, the first McDonald's, according to some sources, was in the 50s. But the McDonald's brothers or whoever founded it were selling barbecue sandwiches on the side of the road in the 30s. So some people say that because they were working together and selling sandwiches, that that's when it was founded. So it's really hard to say. All right, number three for you. Sputnik, Earth's first artificial satellite, was launched. Japan attacks Pearl Harbor, prompting the United States to declare war the following day. And The Wizard of Oz was released. I'm gonna go... Pearl Harbor first. I feel like we were like in a space race with Russia, so I feel like that happened later. I wouldn't be surprised if Wizard of Oz was somewhere in the middle, but Wizard of Oz had sound, which a lot of movies didn't have sound when they first started with, like, film and stuff. I'm going to go with Pearl Harbor, Wizard of Oz, and the little potato launcher, Spudnik. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right first of all it's sputnik sput s-p-u-t oh <laughs> my bad and you're wrong though the pearl harbor attack was december 7th 1941 but the wizard of oz was released two years before that 1939 and I was thinking that might be a little too easy because the whole thing with the Wizard of Oz is like there's not a single person from the movie still alive, I believe, right? I'm not sure. And then Sputnik was launched by Russia October 4th, 1957. Mine is very informational. You don't think mine's informational? You don't think mine's education? Chipotle? <laughs> Flying potatoes? Flying potatoes, flying monkeys. Okay, ready? Round four. You haven't gotten any right, so now's the time to start being smart. Twitter was founded. Wicked opened on Broadway. And Bye 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 by NSYNC was released as the lead single of the album No Strings Attached. 
Okay, so Twitter is easily the most recent. I'm going to guess that that's like, oh, what? I was in college when hashtags became a thing. Uh, That's probably like 2010. I'm going to go with NSYNC, Bye 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 was around 98, 99. Wicked on Broadway. I know that Wicked was playing in Chicago in the early 2000s because my high school band, yes, I was in high school band. My high school band went there on a on a field trip. I don't know when they opened on Broadway though. I'm going to I'm going to assume that Wicked is in between the two. So I'm going to go with Insync's Bye 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 was first. Wicked Open on Broadway was second, and Twitter was founded as third. Finally, Brian's getting on the board. Let's go. Yes, you got those correct. Uh, so, Bye 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 was January 18th, 2000. Wicked opening on Broadway was October 30th, 2003. Twitter was founded March 21st, 2006. So it may have just not became popular until you were in college, but yeah, that's uh, it's interesting how that works. I almost put YouTube in a question for one of these, and that uh, YouTube was founded in two thousand and four, I think. But when did it actually become popular? Probably not till five years after that. I watched a lot of YouTube, but not really, yeah, until like probably mid to late high school so you said it was founded in like 2004 so probably like 2008 ish is when like i was watching like youtube videos but also think about the fact that like if you wanted to listen to music it was usually either itunes or like a youtube video either it's a music video yahoo music remember well you're too young to remember probably like napster and limewire and kaza i remember those or aol music or you could just go to your friend's MySpace page and listen to the song that they had on their page repeatedly. One or the other. All right. Number four for you. Are we tied one to one? Yes. The last American troops are pulled out of Vietnam as Saigon fell to communist forces. What's with all the history? The Beatles arrive in America. And the movie Grease is released. Grease was the 80s. The Beatles was like the 60s. What was the first one? When the last troops were pulled out of Vietnam. That's also like the 60s. I believe. I feel like the hippie movement was kind of towards the end of the Vietnam War. But they were also protesting the Vietnam War. And I would I would incorporate the Beatles with the hippie movement, like San Francisco, you know, fighting for peace, all that. <sighs> That's so hard. I'm going to go with the Beatles... The Vietnam War, troops being pulled out, and 
Greece in that order. That's correct. Woohoo! So the Beatles arrived in America in 1964. The troops were pulled out of Vietnam in 1975, actually. So those two were about 10 years apart. And then Greece was released in 1978. 78, huh? Ooh. Alrighty. Well, pressure's on, Brian. We actually don't have a tiebreaker, so if you do get this right, I guess we're just both winners today. But... Eileen Warnos was executed by lethal injection. Nintendo 64 was released in Japan. South Park's first episode aired. Okay, again, two of these I can probably figure out. I, who, who is the lady? So, that movie Monster that got like a lot of attention because the lead actress... Charlize Theron is, like, beautiful, and then they made her look, like, all ugly. Woman serial killer? Killed seven men? Prostitute? Never heard of her or the movie. Woman serial killer, too. They're so uncommon. So many true crime fans are, like, screaming at you right now for not knowing this. I've never heard of her or the movie. So let me try to figure out the other two first and then randomly place this one. What's her name one more time? Eileen Warnos. Okay, N64 came out in the late 90s, I think 97. South Park came out when I was, I, th- I think I was in third grade when South Park came out. Which would be what? I was 8, 96. 96? There's no way it came out in 96. Those two are going to be really close. South Park and Nintendo 64 are going to be really, really close. I think South Park came out first, then Nintendo 64, and I'll put the I'll put the, the Eileen Warnos. I'll put her last. You needed to flip-flop Nintendo 64 and South Park. They're, like, right next to each other, though, right? It's, like, 97 and 97? No, not 97 and 97, but they are very close. Nintendo 64, June 23rd, 1996. South Park, August 13th, 1997. So almost more than a year apart, just over a year apart. Eileen Warnos, which, by the way, get educated, was October 9th, 2002. Do you know how uncommon female serial killers are? Oh, my gosh. I can't even with you. So you already won, but do you want to answer the last question anyways? Yes, for bragging rights. The U.S.-led coalition becomes decisive victors as Iraq retreats from Kuwait, ending the Gulf War. Michael Jackson releases Thriller. And the U.S. defeats the Soviets in Olympic hockey in what is known as the Miracle on Ice. Okay. I feel like the Miracle on Ice was either the 70s or the 80s. 
but I'm erring towards the 70s. Uh, thriller was probably the 80s. I have no idea when the Gulf War was. And I know I seem extremely uneducated. But man, Indiana Public Schools can't promise much. Even though you won, I will say the Gulf War should be a lot more obvious than when Chipotle was formed. I think I have a lot more knowledge in the burrito world than I do the history world when it comes to wars. Uh, where do you fit? Where do you fit? I'm going to go with Miracle happening first, Gulf War in the middle, and then Thriller. Wrong. So you are right. The Miracle on Ice was 1980. And then Michael Jackson released Thriller in 1982. What? are pretty close brian and then the gulf war ended in 1991 wowzers shows how much i know i feel like i'm gonna get a little bit of feedback from some of my friends that your questions were harder again this week consistent with last time i feel like next time we play this because we are gonna play it again I think we can make some more rules, like saying like everything needs to be at least ten years apart. But then, but then I feel like it'd be too obvious. So maybe like I don't know. We'll come up with some guidelines next time because obviously, me and Brian go in separate rooms to come up with our questions, or in this case, not questions, but you know what I mean. So it's hard to like communicate. Hey, are you doing this with yours? Hey, are you doing this with yours? I still don't know who that serial killer is. You told me her name three times. I still I forgot it already. I guess I know what movie we're watching. And I have to know what year she died? Oh, my God. Well, people sit on, well, not always, but sometimes people sit on death row for. Alrighty, you're ready for the first round of beer battle slash seltzer showdown? Let's do it. Alrighty, folks. The moment you've all been waiting for. Do you want to go first? Sure. So Sam Adams is an amber lager, and it's delicious, and I know I love ambers. So to be fair, rather than trying some new beers that I probably won't like, like an IPA or some sort of stout that I may or may not like, for this first series, at least the first round here, but probably probably the whole series, I'm going to compare different reds, different ambers. And this week I have New Belgium's Fat Tire, which is an amber ale. Pretty popular. You can get that on tap at most bars. I don't want to say you can get that on tap at most bars, but it's pretty popular. And then I have Louis Demise, which is... Another amber ale out of Milwaukee Brewing Company. I've had this one time at Miller Park. They sell this at Miller Park. I don't remember if I liked it or not. I think I was I think I was a little drunk that night. I was just gonna say, if you were at Miller Park, you're probably already a couple uh 
beers deep when you tried it. So I'm going to start drinking these while you explain what you have over there. Yes. Okay. So I'm just doing seltzers in general. So not really keeping it to a certain category necessarily. Just needs to be a seltzer, essentially. On one side, weighing in at, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) I have Bud Light Seltzer, Strawberry Daiquiri. So as far as flavors go, I just tried to go with a flavor that I just felt like sounded really good. So Strawberry Daiquiri. I hope this isn't like a limited time series because if I end up really liking this, I'm going to be really bummed if I don't get to get it very often. Versus Lizzie Hard Seltzer Hint of Blackberry Lemon. So let's try them. ASMR as I pop the can. Oh, that's a beautiful sound. So... uh I drank Louis Demise first, and it tastes kind of sweet. I we really need to take a beer drinking class, like how to explain how beer tastes. I don't know if that even makes sense or not. Like it just tastes sweet, not bad. I'm not sure if it's gonna win or not because I know that I've liked Fat Tire in the past, but it's been years since I drank a Fat Tire too. So I'm gonna enjoy a little bit more Louis Demise before I try the Fat Tire though. I just had a first sip of the Bud Light Seltzer Strawberry Daiquiri. I like that it's still 100 calories, which means it can't be very high in sugar. But it still tastes like sweet. So if you're craving like a sweet drink, but you don't want to be down 300 calories for one beverage... I feel like you get your fix, like you get your sugary fix. And usually strawberry daiquiris are like blended. And like I can drink this and imagine that I'm drinking a cold blended drink. Like it doesn't just taste like a strawberry flavored drink. It tastes like a strawberry daiquiri. So I'm very impressed so far. Oh, it's very good. I'm very happy. That tire tastes... noticeably lighter and yeah there's not there's not as much taste to it so the louis demise i would say it tasted good um just not what i expected fat tire following that up is not going to win battle beers for me this week it's going to be louis demise i was waiting for you to finish talking because the crack of these like, must sound so good in the microphone. Ah, so satisfying. Look, this Vizzy's is not bad. And as someone who'd rather eat a donut than drink an alcoholic beverage, calorie-wise, these are both 100 calories. Yet one of them tastes like a delicious tropical drink, and the other one tastes like water. 
I mean, I can taste the lemon and I can taste the blackberry, but it kind of tastes like, and given it does say here, hint of blackberry and lemon. So it's telling you it's a hint of the flavor. It just kind of tastes like you take, you took like a vodka seltzer and then like squeezed in some fruit. So if that's your style, that's going to be your choice. For me, I really want the fruit flavor to shine through. So I'm going to take another sip just to be fair, but I think it's pretty obvious for me who wins this round. Now that being said, which one could I drink more of? Probably the Vizzy because when things are sweeter, typically you can't drink as many of them, but like I don't need to drink like seven seltzers, you know what I mean, to be satisfied. Like the flavor of the Vizzy is just like kind of on the back of your tongue. Like it kind of hits you at the end. It tastes good. It tastes refreshing. But I think I'm going to go with the Bud Light Seltzer Strawberry Daiquiri for the winner of the first round. I think I'm bummed though. I feel like it's going to be like a summer special and I'm not going to be able to find it all year round. And while you were drinking that, I kept indulging in my two beers over here. And the more I finish them and I'm double fisting these things which probably isn't the best way to do a taste contest <laughs> but Louis Demise is a clear winner the more I drink it the more clear it becomes so I'm happy to put that on the next week and see what we can uh, see what it can do cheers alright on that note guys we will see you next time Bye.